Welcome to This Week in Astrology. This is episode number 531 for April 27th through May 3rd, 2020. Welcome to This Week in Astrology, deepening your astrological wisdom since 2007. What is new as we come into this week? We have some events like Venus square Neptune, fabulous for creativity and spirituality. Chiron opposing Juno, some real interesting effects on committed partnerships. Mercury is also busy squaring Saturn and conjoining Uranus. So I'll tell you more about all that just shortly here. I simultaneously record my weekly forecasts as an audio podcast and a video. I go straight through with no editing afterward. And if I make glitches like this one, I just keep going. <laughs> so you get the real me, raw and unpolished. And I just discovered how to do virtual backgrounds. Isn't this cool? So I've got this way cool planetary backdrop behind me, and I'll be changing the image every week. Those of you watching my videos will not have to see the same old boring office background anymore. So thank you for joining me. I'm your host, Benjamin Bernstein, broadcasting from thisweekinastrology.com. You can read my forecasts online and see the chart graphics for things like lunations and aspect patterns by going to astroshaman.com, click blog on the menu bar, then choose the astrology forecast category. However, this podcast is unusual because none of the events this week are major enough to be included in my written forecast, at least not yet. I haven't actually done the first half of May in writing yet. So it's all improv this time. I'm not going to be reading any forecasts off the screen. If you like my astro riffs, please rate this wherever you're hearing or watching it so that others like you can find it. What's old as we come into this week? We have a waxing moon and Pluto is retrograde through October 4th. So let's see what we have lined up on Tuesday, April 28th. We've got a couple of Mercury events. First, Mercury square Saturn. Mercury is to Taurus. Saturn is to Aquarius. Now, when you got Saturn and Mercury in square... Uh, you could have challenges. Um, Saturn can be a restriction, a compression of energy. So it could be you're being prevented from communicating or learning, or you're feeling internally repressed from it um, if you have not yet embodied your Saturn. But if you have, then Saturn, even with a square, can be your best buddy because he can help you be mature, responsible. He can help you plan the work and be good time management. In other words, really great mental organization, mental maturity. Saturn also is the archetype of the wise elder. So speaking with great authority could be powerful here. And Mercury's in Taurus. So at this point in the the uh, sun cycle, you want to say, well, maybe I'll slow down a little bit. Both Saturn and Taurus are a little slower than most other planets. So take your time. Uh, think things through carefully, speak methodically, and those might be some great ways to use that Saturn-Mercury square. Also, here on Tuesday, April 28th, we've got Mercury quintile Mars. Mercury is 2 Taurus, Mars is 20 Aquarius. Now, a quintile is a magical aspect. It's one-fifth of the circle, 72 degrees. Mars, of course, is the warrior, the pioneer, a lot of strong, vibrant energy. So it's interesting. This is all happening even as Mercury is squaring Saturn. So Mars adds a lot more energy. Mars can make you more improvisational and kind of off the cuff. And uh, Mars and Mercury together can be really great in terms of giving a lot of energy to your speech. So with Saturn, you can be mature and responsible and wise. With Mars, you can have some great energy. The quintile can inspire you to speak more enthusiastically and brilliantly. And of course, if you're on the learning side of Mercury, then you can be um, you know, energized and creative in your thought processes. 
So all good stuff with Mercury Quintal Mars. Let's now move to Thursday, April 30th. Our event today is Mercury again, this time conjunct Uranus. They're both around seven Taurus. So this is a lovely relationship because we astrologers, some of us anyway, say that Uranus is the higher octave of Mercury. So Uranus is divine mind, Mercury is human mind. And one of Uranus's attributes is it gives intuitive flashes. So uh, when you have Mercury and Uranus together, um, you can just be brilliant. You can just know stuff out of the blue. I didn't learn that anywhere, but somehow I know it. Um, you can also, your learning can accelerate and come quite more quickly. Um, and again, this, uh, the basic thing I love to do when Mercury and Uranus are together is relax my left brain, my rationality, my logic, and just say, okay, can I just catch the flash? Intuitions come from your higher self, the divine aspect that created you, and it knows so much more. I mean, I believe that the most brilliant human on the planet is a drooling dunce compared to the brilliance of their higher self. There's just no comparison. That's That higher self is working at a whole other level. It knows why you're here. It knows your optimal way forward. And this is a great time to um, really, you know, if you're not already really tuned into it and catching those flashes, ask for them. Say, higher self, Mercury and Uranus are together. You're Uranus. I'm Mercury. Would you please send down some more flashes? I'll make a little quiet time. I'll receive them the best I can. See what you get. Might be interesting. So onward to Friday, May 1st, we have Venus Quintile Chiron. So there's a lot of ways to use this. Uh, probably the most widely applicable is relationship healing. Let me give you the coordinates, by the way. Venus is at 19 Gemini and Chiron is at 7 Aries. So Venus relationship, Chiron healing, mentoring. Quintile, again, that magical fairy dust kind of connection. So if you're having any kind of relational issues, there's a special magic available for healing represented by Chiron. Uh, if necessary, you might want to check out some counselor or some wise person who can maybe help the two of you work something through if you're not doing it well together. I always love to recommend my favorite resource, which is called a book called Nonviolent Communication by Marshall Rosenberg. And I've been so delighted. I've been listening to a lot of podcasts in recent months, and I have heard this book mentioned by several people, you know, who are at the top of their game in various fields. So I'm happy to hear that not only have I believed for years that this is an awesome book, but hearing over and over again that, you know, a lot of different people are all saying this is an awesome book for relationship stuff. So again, uh, Nonviolent Communication by Marshall Rosenberg, the four-part um, nonviolent communication process there is just a golden if you got something to work through. So, um, so again, healing of relationships magically supported with Venus Quintile Chiron. What else? Venus is also artistry. It's the artist. So again, um, healing, you could do art therapy here. Um, you could also get mentoring uh, for your art, or you could be the mentor for someone else's artistic development. Venus is also money. So um, if you're having money issues, maybe you'll, uh, again, some counseling around um, how to handle your money well might be an interesting way to use this. So all kinds of good ways to use a Venus Chiron quintile. So moving along to Saturday, May 2nd, we have Chiron opposing Juno. Now, Chiron is at 7 Aquarius, and Juno is at 7 Libra. And let's think about this. So Chiron, we already know that's the wounded healer. Juno is an asteroid goddess. 
and she represents committed partnership. So we're back on the same relationship healing theme. Now, opposition doesn't mean you're fighting. It just means you're in a relationship. If I were in a conversation with you and we're standing right across from each other, you draw a horoscope wheel around us, we're in an opposition aspect, we could be having the most wonderful conversation. So it doesn't mean conflict. But um, Chiron opposing Juno can definitely bring up a lot of triggering. So if you're getting triggered with your committed partner, and let me now expand that. Committed partner, most of us think of, oh, my romantic partner. But no, it can be a business partner, any person with whom you have a closed container, and you're both continuing that relationship for some reason. That's a committed partnership of some kind. You can have lots of them at the same time. Um, so just know that the opposition could stir up, Chiron wounding. And again, anytime you get stirred up, it's a good chance to look within yourself and say, wow, uh, I'm responsible for my own emotions. And uh, do I have a way I can work within myself to, to heal, to, to face and flush away whatever that unpleasant thing is? Now, there's lots of wonderful modalities out there. The nonviolent communication process is really designed for two people to communicate better. But you still have to do your healing work within yourself. And if you've got a way that works fantastic, if not, I invite you to check out my healing invocation. And that'll be linked to that in the show notes. Um, but if you don't want to bother there, just go to astroshaman.com. The last word on the menu bar is invocations. That will take you to a page with two post previews. The second one with the image of the crying woman will tell you all about that healing invocation and how to actually delegate your healing to your higher self. It can do it with extraordinary speed and potency and get you through that difficult stuff quite a bit faster. So try it out if you're interested. All right, what's up next? We have Sunday, May 3rd, Venus square Neptune. Venus and Neptune, I love it when these guys get together. Another octave relationship. Remember, Uranus and Mercury, higher octave thing. And so Neptune's the higher octave of Venus. So Venus is, you know, human creativity. You're thinking it up. You're kind of, you know, struggling or putting a lot of effort to get the inspiration. But Neptune just says, here it is. <laughs> the muse sang. So Neptune and Venus together with any aspect can be a really beautiful creative inspiration flow. I should probably give you the coordinates. Venus is 20 Gemini and Neptune is 20 Pisces. Neptune for years now has been in its own sign, Pisces, and has been especially inspirational and divine. So creative inspiration, again, a square is like insisting on expressing. So um, uh, squares and oppositions are not bad. They're just demanding. They need some kind of expression. And if you're able to put the archetypes involved together in a life-affirming way, then squares can be awesome and really wonderful. So what about Venus and Neptune in another context? Okay, here's Venus relationship, and here's Neptune the divine. Valid interpretation. So Venus square Neptune can be an urge to turn a corner and get a stronger connection with your own divinity. And I know firsthand it is possible to embody your divinity. I, I do it. I know lots of people who are doing it. And um, this could be a call to make a stronger connection with your own divine being. Of course, I got an invocation for that. I'd already told you how to get to the invocations. And there's a show notes link. But the first post that has sort of a, a stylized meditator tells you how you can use seven words to actually call your own divine being into your human body. For most people, it takes four or five minutes. Bada bing, there it is. And it can be refreshed daily or more often if necessary. And you walk around in this amazing state. Again, if you have a technique that works better for you to, to actually merge with your divinity and function as a human with divine consciousness, then go for it. 
Uh, if not, that tool might be helpful to you. So Neptune Square Venus is a wonderful tool for uh, embodied awakening. And um, what if Venus is money? Uh, money, Neptune, again, uh, on the more challenging side, Neptune could say, well, dissolve it away. <laughs> but um, you could also say, wow, I really want to be in a, a really inspired flow on how I use my money. So uh, don't take the low side and just dissolve it away by spending it carelessly. Definitely say, divine, I want to use money as a form of energy. I always want to use, I always want to use my energy consciously and wisely. How should I use the financial resources I have at my disposal? It'd be a great way to do that. Now, Venus is in Gemini, and one way of thinking about that is Venus is creativity, and Gemini is the writing. Gemini very broadly just represents expression of any kind. So um, this, again, I, I, I was on that earlier, but we could fine-tune this a little bit and say this is a wonderful uh, energy for creative writing or journaling or even more eloquent expression of speech. Um, so a lot of beautiful ways you could use Venus square Neptune that way. And that is all of our aspects for the week. Uh, I have a little bit of announcement stuff here. I want to thank the people who have sent their chart data in during April, and that includes Sarah, Jamie, Doralee, and Ashley. You're all now entered to win a uh, free session, possibly, and have your charts used when I finally get around to uh, doing listener charts again. And also, everyone's welcome to participate in most of my Awakening Plus calls for free. That's an uh, online membership I have to support uh, spiritual stuff. Here are April's remaining online events, all one of them. <laughs> and this is going to be this Monday at 8 p.m. on April 27. That's tomorrow as I record this. And um, the title is Join Spirit Song to Experience Your Limitless Self and Support the Global Awakening. Now, this is a little bit truncated from last week, so I'm not going to give quite as long a description as I did before. Would you like to experience your limitless self and support the global awakening? Then join us for a free Awakening Plus Zoom call facilitated by special guest presenter Spirit Song. Here's how she describes this uplifting opportunity. She says, Would you like to experience a profound awareness of your limitless self? Would you like to use that awareness to help facilitate the shift we're all going through as a global family and create more healing grace and ease for all? I invite you to come into a space of purest love and light where you'll connect to the unique essence that you are. Assisted by the beautiful presence of angels, spiritual guides, and allies, you'll experience a deepened state of clear, relaxed connection to higher consciousness and transformational bliss. In this receptive state of non-resistance, you'll immerse into the blissful harmony within. You'll be blessed with the unique healing and awakening that supports your highest good. Then we'll bathe Pachamama, our Earth Mother, with that highly activated love and light, as well as all the living beings within, on, and around her. We'll also invoke this moment's unique planetary energies to increase the power of our connection. Pluto, agent of transformation, will have just turned retrograde. He's part of the Jupiter-Saturn-Pluto triple conjunction that's rocking our world through 2020. How lucky we are to be doing this sacred work at such a potent time of change. End quote. So that's her description of the event. I'm going to be there. We use Zoom for our live calls. You can see the link in the show notes for details. Awakening Plus features at least three live streaming events each month, lots more lately. 
Most are open to everyone for free, member or not. The archive of over 225 transformative events, as well as accountability partners and the forum, are available to Awakening Plus members. And you can learn more at awakeningplus.com. Again, that's Monday, April 27th, tomorrow as I record this, at 8 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. And then I want to give you a sneak preview of another event the following Monday. This is Monday, May 4th, also at 8 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. We're having a, a first kind of event. Uh, Monsef Afkir, born in Morocco, is the founder and host of the web series called Your Divine Uniqueness. He'll be the special guest, obviously. His true spiritual passion and his love to see people thrive led him to leave the corporate world and his career as an electronics and telecommunication engineer. Instead, he has dedicated himself to supporting the current global awakening. He created Your Divine Uniqueness to hold a space for spiritually aware people to connect with their divine essence and express it through their unique passions. Now, I've been on his show several times as a guest, and it's my honor to finally invite him to be on my show. So regarding his topic for our interview, and what's special here is, instead of doing a process, he's going to talk about his life. So the typical Awakening Plus event is a process, and all of our three primary events are always process-oriented. But the bonus events, like this is kind of an extra that isn't in the regular schedule, I'm, I'm experimenting with formats, and I'll be interested to see if you know, interviewing such a person will be uh, you know, enticing to folks and if they're enjoyable. I, I know we'll have a lot to learn. This man is very deep. His presence is really just very, very deep and strong and clear and calm. And, of course, he's had dozens if not hundreds of really awakened people on his uh, summit. So uh, he's got a deep wealth of having experienced those people too. So regarding his topic, he wrote this, quote, I'll share about shifting our perception of the unknown and my experience of letting go of the old to embody the new. I left my job in late 2013 and by late 2014 had no money. I got divorced and was in a path that people around me did not understand or they resisted it. I was a catalyst for change for people who were close to me and initially resisted my choices The transition was challenging, but the new embodiment and path is much brighter and more fulfilling. So if that sounds any resonance for you, if you're still maybe in the process of breaking away from the old paradigm and stepping fully into the new, I imagine you'll get a boatload of inspiration from Monsef Afkir. Again, that's going to be Monday, May 4th, 8 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. When I do my first show of the month, I give away a free session to someone who sent in their chart at some point in the past. And our May free session winner is Janet. This is the Janet born in Fairmont, West Virginia on October 16. So if you can email me, info at astroshaman.com, give me your full birth date and the email you used, we will set you up with your free reading. Congratulations, Janet. Thank you for being here. Once again, I'm Benjamin Bernstein with astroshaman.com. I can serve you with astrology readings, shamanic healing, awakening activation, astrological event timing, and one-of-a-kind life coaching. I've had a lot of new coaching clients lately. All my one-on-one services are equally effective in person or long distance, and they're all long distance right now. And during this coronavirus pandemic, I have dropped my rates significantly because so many people are experiencing financial hardship. I also offer an unbeatable price on SolarFire, the number one astrology software for Windows. And as I mentioned, I run the Awakening Plus online membership for spiritual support. You can learn all about this and more at astroshaman.com. 
Learn about all this and more in the show notes. To see them, go to astroshaman.com slash 531. Again, astroshaman.com slash 531. Please reach out if you have any questions. My email is info at astroshaman.com. My number for voice and text is 828-338-9852. Again, 828-338-9852. I would love to connect with you. We are wrapping up this episode. Please rate this wherever you're hearing or watching it so that others like you can find it. If you have an opinion about the new background and the whole virtual background thing, give me your, your two cents on that. This Week in Astrology is honored to be chosen as one of the Internet's top 10 astrology podcasts. Check out our website where you can hear the show and subscribe to updates. You can also do a single sign-up for two great opportunities, chances to win a free consultation, as that lady just did, and have your chart interpreted on the show. Go to thisweekinastrology.com. From there, you'll be redirected to the appropriate area of astroshaman.com. Finally, whatever your sun sign, my forecast can help you make the best use of the current astrological energies. All dates and times are in the U.S. Eastern time zone. Events are most powerful on the dates listed, but their influence will be active for at least a week before and after. Everyone's affected by these global transits. However, you'll be most powerfully impacted when moving planets activate sensitive points in your natal chart. Discover how these transits will personally affect you by booking a session with me. Learn more at astroshaman.com. Choose services, the menu bar, then choose Astrology Plus on the pull down. Thank you again for spending this time with me. Stay safe, stay healthy. I wish you infinite blessings as the stars light your way.